Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. I read an article from Swami Shivananda where he mentions that Jesus Christ lived part of his life in India. Can you talk about this part of Jesus' life? Hmm. Well, yes, it's true. But the Christians do not want to accept it. If they accept it, they think that, oh, Jesus got all the ideas from India. Nothing new. So the glory goes to India, Hinduism. So they don't want to accept that. In fact, in Kashmir, in Srinagar, there is a Samadhi temple for Jesus. There he was called Isa, Isa, Isa. Not Jesus, Isa. There was another book written which was prohibited from circulation. The last 30 days of Christ or something like that. Does anybody know that? Hmm? Last 30 days. Hmm? He didn't die on the cross. Hmm? He was taken alive. Hmm? Taken by his devotees without the knowledge of the military. And he recovered from the wounds, came to India, survived for several more years. Even his teachings are very close to Buddhism and Hinduism. So that doesn't mean that what he taught was a secondary thing. Any person who really goes deep into meditation and gets the communion with God will realize the same truth. They don't have to copy from one another. Take, for example, Patanjali, Yoga Sutra. A lot of similarities between Patanjali teaching and Buddha teaching. The four noble truths. Patanjali talks also. Heyam, Heya Hetu. 
Hanum Hano Boyam is what Patanjali talks. There Buddha says suffering, the cause of suffering, the removal of suffering and the way of removal. Four noble truths. And the Sashila is nothing but Yama Niyama. But that doesn't mean Buddha read Patanjali and copied it. Whoever sits and meditates, all of you, everybody can get the same truth in your deep meditation. You don't have to copy anybody. So all the great saints and sages told us what they experienced and there are many common things in that. That doesn't make one big, one small. So we should learn to respect one and all equally. Whatever Moses said or Jesus said, Buddha, Muhammad, Hindu gods, it's all the same. That's what in our temple is a truth. It's the one. Truth is one. Paths are many. To come to Bali, you can come by many roads, by many ways. You can come by boat, come by air, come by road. All the roads lead to the same goal, like all the rivers. Suppose somebody is sailing in a boat in the river Ganges. He has a walkie-talkie. I don't know, walkie-talkie will not reach this far. He has a Nokia. And another fellow is sailing by the river Missouri, Mississippi. So he calls him, hey, where are you? What are you doing? Oh, I am in the Missouri River. What are you doing? Oh, I am trying to go to the sea. Nonsense. How on earth you are going to go to the sea? Only Ganges will go. Come here. And these two people talking to each other, a third fellow listens it. Both of you are fools. Only Amazon. Only Amazon goes to the sea. How wrong they are. In that argument, they stop. They don't say. They stand there and argue. Instead, come on, you come your way, I come my way, we will see where we meet. 
So whatever the river is, whatever the source of water is, we take it. Ultimately, where are you? In the sea. You see? So all the waters flow into the same sea. So instead of standing by the seaside, by the riverside and arguing, take your water, let him take his water, we'll meet there. But here, many people say, no, I found a way that should be the correct way. U.S. must be wrong. The ego comes in. All the religions talk about cleaning up the ego, but the ego gets into the religion itself and say, oh, my religion, your religion, this is the only way. Instead of getting rid of the ego, they boost the ego, even in the name of religion. Sometimes I was asked to come and give sermon in the churches. Standing on the pulpit, I asked them, if you say my way is the only way, it's like you are saying my mother is the only chaste lady in the whole world. You hear that? My mother is the only chaste lady in the whole world. What does that mean? Huh? Huh? I am putting down all other mothers. Hmm? Hmm? Because I love my mother, huh? should I say my mother is the only chaste lady? If I say that, they'll throw stones at me and kill me. Because indirectly, I'm saying, all your mothers are not just. That's what happens in the name of religion. Mine is the only way. But luckily, the world is recognizing it, and they are thoroughly coming down. They stopped the only business. And that is what yoga. Yoga means union, bringing all together, all together. Let us live with one in peace. Gurudev, do we get to realize when we free ourselves from all karma and we will not be reborn? 
Yes, sweetheart. Certainly. You get realized when you free yourself from all karma. It is a karma that binds you. How do you create karma? By your desire. I want it, I want this, I want that. All this your desires. By your desire, you create karma. And then the karmas, the reaction of the karma comes on you. For that sake, you have to be born again and again. You have to get new bodies. Because all our karmas cannot be exhausted in one birth. We do millions and millions of things. Look at somebody, he may be a rogue, cheating everybody. Sometimes harming, killing people. And he escaped from punishment by the government. Does that mean he will not be punished at all? No. He may escape in this life, but when he dies, he has to pay for it in the next life. So, as long as we have karma, we have to be born again and again and again. But if we do everything as karma yoga, no karma comes on to us. Because, as I said the other night, you are doing not for your sake. You are doing it as an instrument of God. Profit or loss goes to the boss. Swamiji, if we can free ourselves from any desires, is there any reason that we would take birth again? You free yourself from all botherations, from the birth and death. Yeah, we were not to be born. Then there's no need for you to take birth. It's almost as simple as if you don't want to go anywhere, you just want to sit comfortably at home. Why do you want a car? Huh? Or a motorcycle, or a cycle, or even a shoe. You don't want to go anywhere. You are just at home. You don't need any vehicle. The same way, your soul has no desire at all. Doesn't want to experience anything, so it doesn't have to have a body. So it's a desire. Thirumolar says, I told you the other day, the one who writes one poem every year. Asayarimin, Asayarimin, Isanodayinam, 
asaya rimin which means do not have desire do not have any desire even with god do not have desire even with god because when we approach god we approach god with desires i want this i want that give me this give me that our prayers are always begging 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 so even with god even in your prayers even in your japa even in your practices do not have personal wish i'm doing all this to keep my body and mind clean so that i can serve others i practice yoga not for my sake i just want to keep myself clean instrument to be used by god so one has to slowly reduce the desire i want i want i want i want how many want we have want not waste not sometimes you oh he is above wants tell me one fellow who is above wants who is above wants the one wants nothing first it's impossible to not to want anything will always have wants so begin with not wanting the wrong things not wanting the things that would hurt you and others and then afterwards slowly alleviate yourself from the wrong right things also first get rid of the wrong things and then the right things also ultimately you become totally free i still remember 1959 in hong kong you're not even born i think you're born aha uh-huh. hmm i was giving a talk all of a sudden a zen monk an elderly monk who was talking about desirelessness buddha preached that we should free ourselves from the desire so he got up and said swami is it not a desire to be desireless Huh? What is your desire? To be free from desires. Huh? I said yes. 
developed this desire, which says, I don't want to have any desires. And then when desire, this desire gets fulfilled, you won't have any desire. It's like a catalytic agent. Only with one desire you get rid of all other desires. And then ultimately the one desire also will go away. Did I tell you using soap for the dirty cloth? Hmm? A cloth is dirty. How do you want to eliminate the dirt from the cloth? You go buy a piece of dirt which you call soap. Soap also is a piece of dirt. Why? Because only a dirt can clean the other dirt. So buy a piece of dirt, maybe good looking, good smelling, nice colored, palm olive, lux, this and that, ivory, nice name, but still it's a piece of dirt. Why? Because after applying this dirt, you know what happens? When you apply this piece of dirt, the all dirt it was all already in the cloth. See the new dirt coming in. Hmm? They forget the cloth. They come to receive the new dirt. Come on, come on, where are you coming from? In that happiness of greeting new dirt, they forget the cloth. Hmm? They're all gathered around the new dirt. Hmm? Come, come, who are you? What are you? Where are you? You smell good. Your, what is your name? And the dobi knows the right movement. When all the dirt is interested in receiving the new dirt, he dips the dhoti cloth in the water and takes out. Cloth comes out clean. Do you say, oh no, 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 this dirt I paid for, that should remain in the cloth? Huh? You paid for, no? Hmm? Do you want that to remain in the cloth? What? You don't seem to understand what I am talking about. Huh? Do you want that piece of dirt? to remain in the cloth because you paid for it. No. That dirt came to remove the dirt. So dirt took the dirt away. So there both of you go. I want a clean cloth. That is what. That's what you call catalytic agent. Those who are familiar with algebra know if you want to have the answer, you begin with an unwanted X. 
You take the X, suppose the answer is X, then you work with that. Do you remember that? Huh? Suppose the answer is X, you work with it. And finally you get the answer, the X is equal to 8. When you get the X is equal to 8, you keep the 8, you kick the X. Because it's an extra. You got the answer, you don't need this X now. So you temporarily brought an X. And when you get the X answer, you extricate the X. The same way, even your mantra, even your practices, you don't have to keep on doing yoga, mantra, meditation, japa, this and that. They are all like soap to clean the mind. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.